Hey guys, it's your host, Jumi Moses, and welcome to Award to the Wise, a weekly podcast where I drop some knowledge and tips on how to combat obstacles in your life and become the best version of yourself. I also discuss ways to develop compassion, empathy, and growth in the direction of love and acceptance for all. I promise you, it's positive vibes only. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Award to the Wise podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in as always, and happy Martin Luther King Day if you're listening to this on Monday, January 18th. And speaking of Martin Luther King Day, I thought that it would be appropriate to bring back a conversation that I had on an earlier episode. So today it's going to be a mini-sode, and I'm going to get into all of that, but before I do, let's get into the song of the week. And the song of the week this week is called Jewels by Anderson Puck. And here it is. All right, calm down, calm down. And with over 42 of the majority votes, it goes to Cheeky Andy. You know you kind of cute with the bald head. Got a little booty in the ball maze. You know how to move with them long legs. Bring a little crew, we can all rage on. The Tesla ride smooth than the PCH. Think that I like her with the makeup on. I know that she used to all the cheap skates, but I just want the ball show off, show off. I ain't never put my jewels on. You know you kind of cute with the long braids. Got a little cool with your sunny shades on. I know that you're ready if you don't. So if you're interested in listening to the song after listening to today's episode, I'm going to be leaving all of the details in the show notes. So like I said, today's going to be a mini-sode and I'm bringing back a conversation that I had with Amanda Najim Williams on episode 10 called Get In Good Trouble. And if you guys listened to that episode, it was a tribute to John Lewis actually when he passed and we're talking about racial justice and we were talking about advocacy. So I I decided to do a mini-sode from that conversation. So just a quick recap on Amanda and her background. Amanda is a 3L student at Roger Williams University School of Law. She is the current president of the Honor Board. She has also served in the Black Law Student Association and the Diversity and Inclusions Steering Committee, amongst other roles with student law groups. In addition, she was a finalist and best runner-up oral advocate in the Esther Clark moot court competition, where she got to present and argue a case in front of the Rhode Island Supreme Court. So in today's conversation that you're going to be listening to from the larger conversation from the Get In Good Trouble episode, we're going to be talking about advocacy. We're going to be talking about the importance for voting, right? You're going to hear that because this episode was actually recorded prior to the November election, right? And thank God we actually did go out and exercise our right to vote. Hence, we do not have that man in office anymore. We also talk about 
you know, why it's important to be an anti-racist, what it actually means for you to be an ally, which means, you know, seeking out the knowledge for yourself, knowledge on racial equity and equality. We also talk about, you know, self-preservation as we are fighting towards, you know, civil rights or racial justice, I should say. So this conversation, like I said before, was based on our tribute to John Lewis. We all know that John Lewis worked very closely with Dr. Martin Luther King towards civil rights and the fight for racial justice. So I thought that this conversation was super timely and, you know, very relevant for Martin Luther King Day. So I hope that you guys enjoy this little tidbit. I definitely do encourage you to listen to the larger episode, which I'm going to be linking in the show notes because it was very informative and the conversation was, you know, very, very interesting. But without further ado, here is my conversation with Amanda talking about all things advocacy and racial justice. Listen, Advocacy is your calling, right? But it's not something that you can do by yourself and you find yourself in situations where you're advocating for certain things and people are looking at you like you're crazy, right? Like, what is she talking about? Nobody else wants to stand up and have those conversations or stand up for what is right. Because I'm not going to lie to you, right? Like, I do think that like in the age we live in, it's so like... People expect advocacy to look one way. And like mm-hmm. you said, people have different gifts, people bring different things to the table. And like it can be so overwhelming. It's like, oh, am I out? Am I protesting enough? Am I am I donating enough? Like it's all these different things and it's overwhelming. And what people would mm-hmm. rather do would just be be silent, right? Yeah. Or yeah. just act like it does not affect them. So they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to get into conflict. But like you said, people like John Lewis, like they fought for us to be able to continue to do the work that we're doing to be able to put us in spaces that we're in to be able to talk and speak up against things that are not that are not right you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and for me I think that like this like let's even get into the whole voting thing right like John fought so hard for black people to be able to vote Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just really hope that people exercise that right to come this election because yep. a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, we don't like either option. That's what they kind of said to when um, Hillary was running against Trump. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to get too political, right? Because we can get into like a deep dive. But, but in general, like part of fighting, part of being like, okay, we need to like deconstruct the system is Mm -hmm. going out there and voting. And like you said, standing up for things that are really, really, um, really, really important and necessary for us to really be talking about. And you also said something that was important as well. Um, and I'm going to quote you too, um, (laughs) Because it's it's all of our fight, right? And I hate yeah. when people, like it's a black or a white issue, or you know it's a black like it's, it's just an issue for black people. I'm like, no, it's a human issue. It's so tiring to fight for your dignity as a human being to just live and just exist and be free. I don't mm-hmm. know about you, but that whole month of like the end of May leading into June, like it was just so overwhelming. Like I literally mentally distressed because Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, like we, it, it just, it felt so, it felt so heavy. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? And like, I didn't want to watch the George Floyd video, but I made myself watch it um, because I didn't want to 
just block it out. Do you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like this mm-hmm. really is a reality. And as a human being, no matter what race, no matter what color, no matter what like profession, it should make you sick to your stomach. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. something you wrote in, in one of your posts on Facebook. And you said, all police officers are not bad. All prosecutors are not bad, but the select few who are make it bad for all of you. Regardless of your profession, if you're being quiet and not addressing the flaws of your community, you are also part of the problem. You see, we choose our professions. I did not choose to be Black. Bars. I thought that was like, (laughs) right, I'm like bars, straight bars. I just thought that was so, so powerful. So like, in, in in your opinion, what would you say that like people need to who are allies, quote unquote, what would you say that they need to keep in mind to ensure that we're all still working towards this fight, right? Because things have died down a little bit, right? But <laughs> as John said, we still need to cause good trouble, right? Like we're all the still time. in that fight. Every day in that fight. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of things that um, you touched on there that I'm definitely going to round back to. But I think the first thing when we talk about allyship um, and what that looks like, I think it's important to talk about responsibility. Um, when we say that it's everyone's fight, I would be, I'm cautious of that because it is not on the backs of Black people, Brown people, whoever the marginalized identity is to right the wrongs of those who have the power. Absolutely. Um, so that that's the first thing. Cause when people start saying we're all in this fight, I'm like, um, excuse me, ma'am, sir, folks, I didn't contribute to this. I am not benefiting from this. However, I want the same energy that you're bringing to whatever your profession is in life. So right now I'm stewarding in my season to become an attorney. In order for me to do that, I have to go to law school. A part of law school means that I have to do research. I have to do writing. I have to practice um, you know, my litigation skills in the classroom, in the courtroom, all those things. So when you're talking about learning how to be an anti-racist, when you're talking about social justice, you have to get out there and find the resources yourself. Oftentimes, many allies find themselves saying, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't know what to do. And then they lean on their friends in that marginalized identity to educate them. They carry that burden. And they don't understand that it's taxing to carry that baton. It's emotionally exhausting to then have to explain to someone who is well-intentioned and really wants to do great things and who stands with you in the fight to then educate them. Because when it comes to your classwork, you had to do the work. I didn't grow up with all this knowledge in my head. You have your lived experiences. We have our lived experiences. And those things are incredibly valuable, right? That's real hard, raw data. And whatever you've experienced is true. Um, but then there's also the social sciences behind it, right? There's also when we talk about institutionalized racism, I couldn't just get out here and say, oh yeah, like this is what my truth is so that it's the truth for everybody. Because when I speak, I can't speak for the experiences of all people or all black people or, or all Afro-Caribbean second generation, hashtag Trini out here. Like I can't speak for, <laughs> I can't speak for everybody. Yeah. Um, 
But what we can talk about are those structures that do impact everyone. And when you speak, you have to come from a place of knowledge. So seek that knowledge yourself. You know, there's always a fine line there. Um, and something that I've always struggled with because I talk about, or you mentioned a little bit earlier, the whole line of what advocacy looks like for some folks. And, you know, right. are you doing enough? Are you doing too little? Um, is it social media popular type thing? Right. Are you just and, doing the bandwagon? Because people do yes. that a lot. Like, it's like, it's a fad. Like, oh, we're all, we're all out there. We're protesting. We're doing this. But it's like, it's, are, are you real? Or are you just kind of like trying to be part of like what you think is popular in the moment? Yeah. And it's, it's a hard thing to juggle. And I think what I've had to learn is that advocacy requires, you know, several components, but two main things that go hand in hand is the self-preservation um, with the activism. Because if you are not taking care of yourself, then you're not going to be able to do anything. Um, and you know this, I thoroughly have failed on self-preservation many and many and many a time. Mm. Um, I think, you know, I've been blessed to have some awesome people in my life who understand that this is something that I can never turn my head away from. Um, and not that they don't care about these things, but they always interject and they're like, Amanda, I need you to take a step back. Like you're in law school, you're in law school. You can't afford to be up till five in the morning because your head and your heart are just racing and you're trying to figure out the way to change the whole system by yourself. Like it can't work like that because it's going to take away from the schools, the schools, the skills and all that stuff that you need right now to be able to make change um, in the future. But not that those feelings aren't real, but that I have to take care of myself. And I think sometimes I even find myself in a weird space because there are people like me. I don't know if you remember way back in the day when I would post on social media every day that Black Lives Matter, like 365, mm. yeah. it didn't matter what. Yeah. I used to do it all the time. Yes, you did. Um, and it's hard for people who find themselves in that fight every day. And then, you know, things happen on a national scale, like rest his soul, but George Floyd. And now everyone's awakened. And then the people who've been doing that work, they're like, um, well, thanks for coming to the party, but you're kind of late. And now you just want the credit. Like we've been doing, we've been trying to do this work. Um, so to not be angry for the folks who are showing up late, be um, rejoiceful that they're showing up at all. And hopefully they're here to stay so that that burden doesn't just fall on, on you all the time. So one of my favorite quotes from Dr. Martin Luther King is, whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. This is the interrelated structure of reality, right? So we are each other's keepers and we always have to fight towards a just society for all of us. Like he said, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Um, another favorite quote of mine from Dr. King says, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. And I hope that during this holiday, I hope that today, if you're listening to this on, you know, January 18th, Martin Luther King Day, or another day, I hope that you take some time to reflect on how you can be a better person, you know, by yourself, and how you can help towards eradicating any sort of injustice that, you know, speaks to you. Um, 
racial justice, racial equality, racial equity, something that is still important today. You know, it's not over. There's still a long way to go. And I hope that we continue to feel encouraged in the fight. And I hope that we continue to try our best, right? Um, And I hope that we continue to stay hopeful because that was part of what Dr. King preached. He preached hope um, so that we can have the strength to continue to fight for what is right. Till next time, peace and love. Always, always, always. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to rate and review this podcast. And if you're truly loving this podcast, I suggest you follow us on Instagram at a word to the wise pod. Also, if you have any suggestions about episodes or things you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, please feel free to email a word to the wise pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.